Hi everyone, welcome back to Marriages for Adults. I am Bree. And I'm Juan. And we are a married couple who just want to share with the world our life, love, and all things marriage. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is our Marriages for Adults is a podcast video type of experiment thing that we start doing to share some of our triumphs and things that we've overcome as a married couple and also share some some of the strategies we've that's worked for us yep. you know for those who are maybe not married but also thinking about you know taking that leap and um yeah so i think one of the things that's really cool we're going to jump right into it i think this is like episode 11 or something like that 11? Oh, I thought this was episode 3. No. Oh, you're just doing a sequential counting. Yeah. Sure, episode 11 sounds good. Okay, cool. You know how we're going to start? How do you feel? <laughs> I feel um, tired and I feel... But I also feel excited. Hmm. Why are you tired? I'm tired because I didn't sleep well because my hair hurts. So <laughs> I didn't sleep that great. But your hair hurts? Well, my head hurts because of my hair. What do you mean? I just got it braided. And so every time you first get it braided, like mm. your hair is sore. So, okay. Yes, I have a hair braiding headache right now. And excited? You said excited. Why? I'm excited because um, I've been working on. The children's book I'm illustrating and I feel like with every day and everything I do with it it like further confirms like that's what I really love to do and so I'm getting new ideas and it's just invigorating cool how do you feel <laughs> how do I feel I feel content I use that you're just when did you use that? You didn't use that right Yesterday. now? Yesterday. No, you didn't. Or the day before. No, you did not. Yes, I did. When I showed you my feelings chart. Can I tell you how I feel? Is it about me or is it about me explaining how I feel and being able to articulate how I feel? Okay, go ahead. Go content. I'm, I'm, I'm at peace right now. So, I feel good. Why? Why? Because life is good. Life is good. I have no complaints. Things are going well. Work is, work is fine. All the extracurricular things we're doing outside of work is good. Jalen's good. I'm content. My life is good right now. So I have no no complaints. Um, not content like I don't want more, but I'm happy. I'm grateful. All those things. But yeah, I think we'll start everyone asking, how do you feel? One of the reasons why is because um, a lot of times when we have those conversations and I always ask Bree, how do you feel? <laughs> And it's always, what's your response? I'm okay. And it's like, bruh, like, what do you mean okay? Like, and it's, so now, um, so now, yeah, now we're just working on just being able to, to pause and being able to really just identify how we feel in that moment and um, just reflect. Because I think it's good to know, you know, how we're feeling and why we're feeling the things that we feel. Because sometimes... You know, feelings, um, it may come across as frustration or irritation, 
or just anger, you know, but there's a lot of other things and maybe there's, maybe there's some anxiety there or maybe there's some other things. So, you know, something that we'll, we'll do. I don't know. I just threw that in there. So, okay, cool. Is that okay with you? Yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing. Okay. So this episode, um, I would like to talk about um, being naked in a marriage and the importance of being naked in a marriage. Do you have your phone? Yes. Can you grab your phone? Can I see your phone? Can you pull up the Bible app for me? Brie, you're I recording. Am, I am. Okay, you're checking emails. I'm not. It's face identification. I have to look at my phone and... And so I just wanted to, to get this, uh, the scripture, I want to say it correct. Um, and the, the scripture is Genesis 2 and 25. And it says, now that the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. And I thought that was a pretty, uh, as I was thinking about this, um, about being naked and being transparent in a marriage and the importance of that, of just why is being transparent in a marriage and a relationship so important? And um, I saw that verse as I was thinking about this and I just thought that was really dope because here there are these two people who are completely naked in front of each other and they didn't feel any shame, right? It wasn't until they sinned that they started to feel ashamed of their nakedness, right? And I think it's very, I think if there's a parallel with relationships, marriages, um, where, you know, because of our sin and our sinful nature, or because of the things that we've done, because of our shortcomings, we feel a little bit uh, ashamed to be um, naked and with our spouse. And so... I don't know, I just wanted to talk about that. There were things that have transpired in conversations in the last couple of weeks about just being naked and transparent. And I thought this would be a pretty good topic for us to talk about. So is that cool with you? Yeah. <laughs> so I saw an article and part of that is I saw an article and it said um, five reasons why you need to be transparent in your marriage. And I thought they were kind of cool. So um I figured I could just read them off and then we can talk about each one. Okay. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. Why, why do you sound like that? I just, I didn't. Okay, go ahead. Um, the first one, it says it brings healing. Being transparent yeah. brings healing? Brings healing. Okay. What do you think about that? Oh, you're going to read each one that we talk about and not all five. Yeah. Oh. Um... Being transparent brings healing. I think it can. I think um, it can release a weight off of you sometimes. I feel like you may be carrying, at least from my perspective, I feel like it can it can be a freeing moment to be able to be transparent with your spouse because it can be a healing moment because being transparent, it's like if you're already hiding something, just the weight that sometimes carrying something that you're not sharing with your spouse or even just in any relationship can be burdensome and that can cause anxiety and stress and worry. And um, by releasing that and being transparent and open in all areas, like I feel like that can be like a form of, of healing. I agree. 
I actually want to skip to, to one thing. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, what? I figured, okay, because these are the reasons why, but I, there were some things that talked about some of the, some of the, the negative aspects of not being transparent. Oh, okay. So can we start with that first? And then we'll just come right back to that. What you said? Um, there were seven, and I just thought they were really cool as I was reading through them. Seven things. Seven, seven things that are negative. Seven seg seven thing seven possible reasons. <laughs> you just threw me off. I threw you off. So um these are these are seven things that will happen or can happen or more than likely will happen when you're not transparent with your, okay. your spouse or your significant other. Okay. Um the first one was each it says each secret kept from your spouse is a brick you apply mortar to and place on the wall that is being erected between you over time. Mm. Right? So each secret, it's like that's when I read that, I was like, wow, that's pretty deep. And it and it talks about the distance between you and your spouse or is not something like that distance isn't it it generally doesn't happen instantly. It happens over time. Uh-huh. Right? And like it's almost like when you gain weight. You don't go from, well, right. not you. I didn't go from, you know, 170 to two plus yeah. overnight, right? It's incremental, incremental, incremental. And then you look up and it's like, wow, we're here, right? You look up and all of a sudden there's this wall that's been built. And it's every single time you chose not to disclose, disclose information. Every single time that you chose, eh, you know what? Nah, I don't think my spouse needs. What do you think about that? No, I agree because I think it can it can even be not like what people typically think of as like a a lie, like I didn't tell you I did something, or but even just sharing your feelings of how you feel about something because I feel like that's my lack of trans like how I tend to struggle in transparency is just being like honest about how I feel about something, not even just I did something and I'm not telling you. It's like something has transpired or like I feel a certain way and I just don't even open up to you and share my feelings about maybe a situation we're in or like how something I saw that didn't even necessarily deal with you affected me and I just come kind of like oh I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine yeah yeah. Uh, yeah I agree and it doesn't have to like you said I I don't even think it's the huge thing sometimes it's just the little things and then you start getting into this habit of you know little white lies right and then something small and the more that you do it the more that you do it the more that you do it you start i think you start to become even more comfortable with the fact that "Eh, well it's just this oh Mm -hmm. it's just that right which um i think leads into the second thing this kind of the, the second one is this kind of thinking presumes that your spouse has neither the fortitude nor the wisdom to think through what you have to share and process it in a healthy manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How? Because we usually use the excuse like, well, I didn't tell you because I didn't want to hurt you or I didn't want to bother you with whatever. But it's like, I'm making assumptions on your level of wisdom or your level of ability to help me through a problem or, yeah. And I mean, and how arrogant of us. And how, I mean, how, to me, it's like, well, what do you th- really think of your spouse if that's what you're <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if you, if you think your your spouse um, won't process this mm-hmm. in a positive way, 
it also, um, it, you know, there have been times when I've had that thinking mm -hmm. and only to be humbled by your response, mm -hmm. right? Like I had this idea that you were going to respond and you had every right to, you had every reason to, um, to blow up, to respond in a way that was appropriate for that situation, but you chose grace, you chose mercy. What was this? <laughs> there have been times, I mean, <laughs> few and far between, but it's, yeah. no, I'm kidding. But I mean, there have been times, and I mean, and I, and you've chose to deal with me in love, mm -hmm. right? And, um, and it's a humbling response. And that's one of the things that it will make you feel even worse when you do that because it's like, I did all this. And they were and they, like, yeah. they didn't even, right? In my mind or in your mind, in that person's mind, you're coming up with the worst possible scenario. And it's like, it wasn't even as bad as you thought. Mm -hmm. Right? Doesn't mean it's always going to be like that. Well, yeah, I was going to say, because even it still may be bad when you tell them. But I feel like the longer you prolong it, though, it's like you're compounding. So, yeah, you may get that situation where it's not even the, to the level that you thought it was. But then mm. it's like, I feel like you ensure you have a greater assurance of like less damage being done by being transparent earlier on than waiting down the line to be transparent and then it's like, well, now now it's compounded even more. Because it's like, if you would have told me a month ago, I wouldn't have been as mad or whatever the case is. So, yeah. The next one says, transparency and vulnerability are not only essential in a healthy relationship, they serve as an important tool in humbling our deluded pride and distorted self-estimation. Yeah, I feel like that's the same as the ones above it. It's, yeah, it says... Uh, it is impossible to truly love and know someone and receive the same in the kind if they do not genuinely know you. Wait, what? It is impossible to truly love and know someone and receive the same in kind if they do not genuinely know you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Right? And so how many of us are married to someone that you feel like you, you know? told me that yeah. <laughs> you told me that I don't know, like a week ago. A week ago. Mm -hmm. You don't even know me. <laughs> How do you know me? And I don't even know myself. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know, man. Whoever I know, I like that version. Whoever <laughs> this is, I like that. I mean, whatever, whoever she is, tell her she's cute and I like her. But I do think that it speaks to like, because as I'm kind of going through like more self-discovery and we've had moments where I feel like speaking from my own perspective of my lack of the areas of my lack of transparency, that's like a projection of like, I don't even know myself. Like I can't be trans. I'm not being, I'm choosing not to be transparent with you. And so it's like, how, how then do you really even know me? So you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I, I'm putting it out there as though like, you don't know me. But it's really like I'm not allowing you to know me because I don't want to be transparent. Like I'm choosing to not be transparent. I'm choos choosing not to be vulnerable. And now I'm like on the same token 
getting angry because it's like, well, you don't even know me, but it's like, but I'm, I'm more so mad at myself because I'm, I'm choosing not to be honest. So how can you actually show up for how I need you to show up for me? If I'm not, cause sometimes I feel like if I'm not being honest with you, I'm not being honest with myself. Mm-hmm. And so it's like by choosing to not be transparent with my spouse i'm really lying to myself as well and so there's elements of me that i'm not even truly getting to know and like understand but i'm getting angry because i need to process that stuff i need to be because i feel like being to be transparent with your partner you have to be transparent with yourself i agree and i mean and there have like yeah so i mean it's a but I think it's just, it's a continuous process, right? Like, I don't think it's a place where you constantly arrive because you're constantly putting yeah. daily, you're in situations all the time, every single day where you have a choice, whether or not you want to be naked or you, you hide from fear, right? Mm-hmm. And so like from the simple thing, the most simple things for me asking you, how was your day? Right. You know what I mean? Like that's an opportunity for you to be transparent. Listen, my day is long. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing, hearing Jalen yell and scream. Just to be completely honest with you, I don't. I just want to sit down. I don't want to be bothered for a little bit. Right? That's you being honest and transparent. Or you can say, oh, it was fine. Yeah. Jalen frustrates you. And now all of a sudden I'm dealing with a Brie that doesn't want to be bothered and is irritated but hasn't told me that she's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm the same thing well, and i think it's because it's like i'm not being honest with myself because i'm trying to like put on this front of i do have it all together because i feel like then when you choose to be vulnerable when you choose to be vulnerable you you show that weaker side of yourself which now hold that thought the next one says to engage in this sleight of hand behavior evidences a desire to control your perception of how your spouse perceives you right Right. It's 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 exactly what you're saying. It's sleight of hand. It's look at this over here, but not really knowing what's going on over here. Right. right? It's a magic trick. Right. Because you want to control how your spouse perceives you. Maybe not even just your spouse, how your family perceives you, how, you know, and and how damaging is that? um, You know, how damaging can that be? It's really interesting, you know, when. You know, just from. People, people will say like, you know, your spouse knows you. This relationship that you, that we have embarked on, that we have together, is unlike any other relationship that we would have, right? Mm-hmm. So the expectation is that I should know you. I should know you better than anyone else in your life, right? Right. And how can I if you are controlling what you get to know? What I what yeah. I know, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like if that we don't even do that with with our cable channels, right? Like if, imagine our cable channels was like, eh, you know what, you're you you're African American. Nah, we're gonna just give you uh UPN and uh Sports Center and BET. You know what I mean? Like, wait, what? What? You gonna cut you know, yeah, because we want you to I don't know, that was a very You lost me for a second. Oh my god. I don't know. But you know what I mean. <clears throat> yeah, you, know put, I mean? you have this persona and it's like, I need you to see me as like, I've got it all together. But then at the same, for me at least, it's like, um, if I admit 
these things that I have labeled as shortcomings of like, I shouldn't be getting frustrated with my child. I should be, you know, able to handle all of this pressure. I should be able to do A, B, and C. So I felt like I need to project that, but I physically can't. So it comes across as an attitude, but it's like, because I'm not taking that time to like be honest with myself and say like, you can share exactly how you're feeling. You can, without the fear of judgment, right? Because society really makes it seem like all these things you, for me at least, all these things you embark on as a woman, you should be able to work full time, but then you should have kids, but you should be able to raise them like you don't have a full time job. Like all of these things is like constantly going in my mind. And it's like, I'm allowing that to control and make me want to control the situation to show like, oh, look, I've got all this together. You know, I can't be vulnerable with you. I can't share with you, you know, for fear of like, you know what I'm saying? I get it. But guess what? None of that even matters. Yeah. I, all that, I know but I'm saying. Right. So why are we measuring mm -hmm. our womanhood and our manhood based on standards that are not biblical, based on standards that someone else created? It's like, no, like what did God say that your your purpose is? as a wife, right? And what is your responsibility as a wife? And what is my responsibility as a husband, you know? And as long as me and you, good, it doesn't really matter. Like, I I mean, no, nothing else matters after that. It's me and you, and we're on the same page. And if I, if, if that's it, it's Bonnie and Clyde, Clyde and Bonnie, I don't know, one of those. Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. okay. I never, I just found out be careful. Go ahead. Okay, anyway. <laughs> no, nothing. no, no. Share. What no, no, did no. you just find out? Nothing. With the piano album? No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, we're going to keep moving. No, what did you just find out? Nothing. Now I need to know. Be no. vulnerable. No, no, no. Be no. vulnerable. I'm, I'm going to shape the narrative. No, tell me. Let's go no. to the next one. Tell me now. I want to know. Bring what did you stop. just find out? Go to the next one. Because this guy hadn't even watched Roots. He still Let's hasn't. go to the next one. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I haven't watched Roots. Uh. It is important that we be confronted by the manners in which we are living that do not honor our spouse, our shared hopes and commitments, and even the vision of the individual, even the vision of the people we hope to become. So by being, so by being transparent, like if we're, if we're not transparent, we need to be transparent so that way we can be confronted by our spouses, right? Like without uh, without being transparent, we won't have the confrontation or being being confronted by our spouses because there is a standard in which we need to be living. Wait, what? Okay. It is important that we be confronted by the manners in which we are living that do not honor our spouses, our shared hopes and commitments, and even the vision of the people we hope to become. Do you understand that? No. <laughs> So the the fact of us being transparent allows us to be confronted by the standards, the the ungodly way that we're living that do not honor God, that do not honor our spouse, that do not does not honor our commitments to each other. So when we're transparent to when we're being transparent, those things that aren't fitting in with our morals and standards, yes. we're more apt to like take those on and and then or reverse it when we're not transparent we are able to do more of those things that do not honor our spouse oh, okay. that do not honor god that do not honor our commitments that do not honor the 
the things and that we hope to grow to. I just thought that was. Okay, that makes sense. Then last one. Um, at times, this withholding is rooted in a fear that will give our spouses later ammunition to reflect back on and bring up to highlight our deficiencies. <laughs> What's so funny? It's like so true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's. Because I, I, I mean, I feel like. For sure, I'm a I'm a holder of things when it comes to like this point of facts. Yeah, you're a holder of facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's I mean, it's just something that I think that we need to to keep in the back of our mind, right? Of like, you can't make you can make the excuse that you don't want to be transparent because you don't want to give somebody ammunition to use against you later. Mm -hmm. But that's still not an excuse. Yeah. I mean, it is an excuse. It's not a, a valid it's reason. not a it's not a valid reason for you to not honor your spouse and your commitment that you've made in this marriage. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but our, our spouses should also understand that I'm giving you, although I think that's where the grace and the mercy comes and dealing with each other out of in, in love comes. You know, the Bible talks about like you you should not um <laughs> you shouldn't weaponize truth mm -hmm. truth should not be weaponized mm -hmm. right and so even though you are speaking the truth even though you're being transparent it's still you're still doing it in a way to that's somebody like to hurt them. yeah and so you're doing it with love and you're still you know we're being like christ when we're being showing mercy when we're loving on others even when the world says you should Mm -hmm. Now let's get to the I'm excited for these other It's just five things And I think it's really cool okay. So we already talked about the first one Why should you Five reasons why you should be transparent in your marriage The first one It brings healing I, I, You already said your piece I'll say my piece I think the healing that it brings Is First it's just It brings an awareness Right Like you have to be aware To even You can't heal from something That you haven't even identified That needs healing mm -hmm. You know, there were there were things in my life that I just like I never even realized that like, oh shoot, I need to like I struggle in this area. Yeah. I have struggled in this area. Look back over my life and say, Man, I've been struggling in this area for years and I never I never thought that that this was um that it was something that I struggled with. I thought like maybe it was timing or I thought like you know, just things that pan out certain kind of ways. And it's like, no, it's something I struggle with. And I think when you're able to be transparent, it sounds so weird. When I was transparent with Bree and be able to 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 talk with Bree about some things, it's like I felt healed instantly. <laughs> and I know that was hard for you to deal with <laughs> because you're like, wait, hold on. So what? But I mean, I did feel I felt healed instantly because that burden yeah. is released. And I was able to be aware this is an area that I've struggled with. This is an area that and then it allowed me to be on guard in the future. Right. So now I know what areas of how to guard my heart. I know the areas that I that I need to pay, pay extra close attention to. If you're an alcoholic and you stop drinking alcohol, you're a lot more aware of when there's going to be alcohol in the building. And maybe you make some changes to make sure yeah. that you're not in some areas. It's the same thing in every other aspect, whether it's pornography, whether it's financial, um, you know, 
whether it has something to do with finances, whether it's eating, whether it's, I mean, there's a whole bunch of things, but you just think about it um, and just pay attention to it. Um, the second reason why you are, we should be transparent with our spouse is so we can understand each other and relate to relate better together. Yeah. I think that just goes to everything about like when you're transparent with your spouse, you then know your spouse. I feel like if you're not transparent with your spouse, you don't know your spouse. So break that down. What about dating? What if you're not even married? I just, any relationship. I don't think it's just spouse. I don't think it's just, there is will, there is a level of that person you don't know if you're not 100% transparent with that. And that's not to say that every relationship needs that. Like, mm -hmm. um, because you do need to be on guard. It's not like, oh, just trust everybody in the world. It's just like, use discernment for sure. But like, specifically in your marriage though, like, that is the main relationship that needs 100% transparency and vulnerability and it's hard because i feel like you're used to guarding areas for like safety and for at least for me i guess to speak for myself it goes back all the way back to genesis yeah. <laughs> right like right it goes back this, to the beginning yeah, the of the bible of this, uh, yeah. right they were not afraid and they were not i mean they were not ashamed and then they became ashamed because of sin mm -hmm. and so if you're born and, you know, you're going to also be ashamed, right? Because we are, we have sin. And because of that, it's going to make it so difficult, right? And that's, that's part of it. And I think we can relate better together because we also understand, I think what allows us, it shows the number one, our spouse is human. And it shows that we all have, we all need grace and we all need mercy. Mm -hmm. I think it helps us to relate to that because now I have an opportunity to show you grace. Now you have an opportunity to show me grace. Now I have an opportunity to show you grace. Now I have, yeah. and what? No, I was just gonna say. I think like that's one thing I just struggle with so much of like showing grace or being like willing to show the graces because I feel like there's a lot of areas in my life that I just am now coming into like more vulnerability with myself, like um, being more transparent with myself. And so because I wasn't, I feel like there's a whole lot of areas that I just looked at you and was like, you don't need no grace on any of these. You should know better because it's like, I feel like I've got it all together because I'm really living my lie. I'm living like my controlled sense of self and not really looking at like my transparent self of like who I really am and like what I really struggle with. Does that make sense? I know. Yeah. And I agree because I think, I think. How do you, how does a person, if someone says, oh, I, need to, I don't know, I struggle with showing grace and mercy to my spouse and, and kind of, well, how transparent are you with your spouse? Mm -hmm. Because I think that's a lot easier to do when you're not transparent. It's not, it's, it's, it, it's a lot easier to not show uh, that uh -huh. when you're not transparent, when you're not transparent, yeah. because you don't allow your, you don't, you're in your mind, you don't need that from your, you don't need your spouse to show that to you. Mm -hmm. And so if you're constantly, if, you're, if your spouse is constantly, you know, um, modeling that in your marriage, it's going to make it a lot more difficult. So if your spouse is constantly modeling grace, mercy, forgiveness, mm -hmm. you know, all of those things in your marriage, it's going to be a lot harder for you to, for you also to not model that if you're being transparent. 
Yes, I was going to say, if you're being transparent. If you're not being transparent, think, yeah. it's easy. It's, because in your mind, you're thinking, I don't need it. Yeah, because I don't feel like, I, I don't feel like that's where, where we're working on is like, I'm not being transparent. So even though you model all of this like grace and mercy, I'm like, well, so <laughs> I don't need grace and mercy. Like I'm doing things right. Like you need to A, B, and C. And then I go into the fact finding mode. So it's, it is a level of self-work that for sure needs to be done to be transparent. Like transparency starts with yourself, like bottom line. The third reason why you should be transparent in your marriage we avoid building up resentments. Mm. Yeah. I don't think there's a talking point on that. It's just... <laughs> Amen. That's all exactly. Cool. Yeah, I think, I think I would agree. I mean, I think... Yeah, I think, I think you'll save some big arguments down the road just by being transparent. Yeah. Um, the fourth reason to be transparent in marriage, it lets our mate or our spouse come alongside us. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? I mean, you you let them into your actual world. I feel like by being transparent with your spouse, um, you invite them in. Like they can truly show up for you. Mm -hmm. Like you, like you actually need them to show up for you, not like what you were presenting them to need to show up for you. Because I can say I'm okay. And then you're like, okay, well, then I don't really need to do anything. Um, yeah, you may be doing like these little things, but it's like, that's not what I actually need you to do. But because I was choosing to not be transparent with you, you're not actually doing the things I need you to do. Right. I agree. I mean, allowing our, our spouse to come alongside us is, and I think alongside is, that analogy is a great one because when you're, when you're something about being alongside your spouse, not behind them, not in front of them, but being alongside says, I'm doing this with you, right? Like we are doing this together. We're on the same team. We're moving lock and step. And I think it also speaks to being equally yoked, right? Because mm -hmm. you know, the yoke and, you know, if one person is, if we're standing side by side and if you're going left and I'm going right, that we won't be able to do that, right? Like that doesn't, we won't be able to move forward. But by standing side by side, um, I think, yeah, it allows us to move forward together. Mm -hmm. And then the last one, it says it builds trust. Yeah, I think it's just a given. Like when you choose to be vulnerable with somebody and then they reciprocate that, like that, those bricks that it was talking about in the, um, in the negative sense of like not being transparent, building that wall, I think, it it then builds that um, like a barrier around you all instead of between. So with trans uh, with vulnerability, transparency, nakedness um, comes true growth, um, progress, and peace. I think I think you will have a peace unlike any other peace when you're able to be transparent. And first, right, I think the first transparency is, is being transparent with God, right? Yeah. Like, and the crazy part is God already knows your heart, right? And people always say, oh, God knows your heart. And I know that that's to be the scary thing, right? Because <laughs> he knows your heart. He knows the things that nobody else knows. But I think first is being transparent with God, being honest with God, being 
telling God your, the things that he knows what you're afraid of, but being able to. I think he, I think he does that. So then you, you can open, he can open your eyes for you. Cause then that next step is to be transparent with yourself. Right. Cause you take it to God and you're verbalizing it. You're truly speaking to yourself as well. And I feel like that's how you start to open up your eyes to your own, your lack of transparency with yourself. Cause if you're, if you're lying to God, you're lying to yourself. I agree. And how can you be transparent with your spouse if you're not transparent with God? Right. Right. Like, I, I just think there's levels to it. You know, you're you're transparent with God first because ultimately that's your most important relationship. Right. So you're mm-hmm. transparent with God first, transparent with yourself. And I think those two things, if you're transparent with God, then you're transparent with yourself, because I don't think that you can be transparent with God and still be lying to yourself. Right. No, I, so I agree. You're transparent with God, which then allows you to be transparent with yourself, have a better understanding of who you are in relationship to your relationship with God. Um, and then you relate within your relationship to your in your marriage. And then you you're able to be more confident because now that you know who you are in Christ, you know that God has forgiven you. Mm-hmm. You know that God has redeemed you. You know that there's peace in God, there's a security, and then from there now you can you can then share with your spouse and be you can model that and i think the the thing about this that we haven't talked about but i I, is towards the end as we close this up is this is no matter what this isn't a contingency based transparency plan Uh this is a you are called to and it's hard you are called to operate and to model this in your marriage, spouses, regardless. Regardless, yeah. regardless of how transparent your spouse is, mm-hmm. you are called to model that. And that's, it's a process. Like it's not just this like, oh, you you understand there's these things that come with being transparent, all these positives. Okay, I'll just be, you know, transparent with God and then like it's just fixed. Cause this is something I'm super struggle with like currently is what I'm trying to work through and it's like it but it just has to be consistent and like you just have to continue to like try even when you backslide in it I guess is the best way to say it because it's so easy to get derailed like that's my struggle like I am the fact finder I'm the holder of grudges and so it's like really facing a lot of things about myself and that's tough like I feel like that's tougher than being transparent with your spouse really to me is like facing those things for myself because I feel like once I face them and I get that peace and like truly am honest with myself then it's it's easy to to it's just easy but it's easier than what the process it took me to become transparent with myself yeah I mean but it's and so I look at transparency as like it's a, imagine it being a, a dam, right? And this wall that we've created, right? And in that foundation, you just need, you just need a few drops of water to come through. You just need, you just need a little bit of transparency. And then over time, what's going to happen is there's so much that wants to come out. It's just looking for a space. Mm-hmm. It's looking for an opportunity. It's looking for a small crack. And then that's when the floodgates open. Mm-hmm. And I think, when you allow that opportunity, you'll be amazed. Whenever you, whenever you're, you're willing to face, whenever you're willing to face that that beast, 
right? Right, whatever. I don't want to be honest with myself. And it's really just looking in the mirror, Mm -hmm. right? And and whenever you're ready to look in the mirror and say, all right, let's try this. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. It's scary. I don't like it. I'm ashamed. But let me do this this one time. Oh, I'm still... I got a little bruises. I'm still here. Okay, let me try it again. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. And then next thing you know... You're just this open book and the breed that people look at now and the breed that people see a year from now, you know, they'll be like, wow, wow. Brie is just an open book. Brie is. Well, you just, you then, it allows you to operate in a different space. It allows you to operate in a different, because now you've got this free space that you didn't even know was being cluttered with all of that that you're holding back to truly operate in different realms you didn't even know you could operate in. We the last thing and I'm gonna show. I know though, but your analogy that you just gave is much better than the Thank <laughs> like you. hateful channel. Thank you. Um, I had said this before, and I was saying, you know, when God has brought you through and from some things, I can see how people who have been through some things mm-hmm. are like super excited and real passionate about it, and get so excited and they want to share it. Yeah, because. When you've been freed from some things mm-hmm. and now you understand that you don't, you no longer have that wall that's saying, I can't be transparent. You're not ashamed anymore. God has brought me and delivered me from some things. Mm-hmm. You just want to tell everybody because you want everybody to experience that. Right. And I think in relationships, if there's one person who is experiencing that and there's another person in that relationship who's not, mm-hmm. it could cause so much friction because you're just like I just want you to experience this hurry up and get to this point Mm -hmm. but in reality it's nothing I can do to get you there there's nothing you can do to get me there Mm -hmm. because if it's trans I can't be transparent for you right because the the whole thing is if you're not being transparent with me I don't even I can't help you become (laughs) transparent because I'm only only thing I know is the narrative that you've allowed me to create right Mm -hmm. so I think you know the thing I took I take from this is I'm gonna let you go first. Um, I took from all of this is that vulner vulnerability is really your own responsibility. Mm. Um, That's good. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> um, That's what she said. Um, uh, it, it is. It's it's your own responsibility. Like it starts with you and like all vulnerability is it's all self-work it's just it's literally all self-work and i feel like when you're when you come to the point when you can be vulnerable with yourself and truthful to yourself it will make it easier to be vulnerable with your spouse partner friend whatever solid close relationship that's worthy of your time um yeah um and what i took from this is it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's continuous. I don't think it's yeah. it's not a it's not a mark that you hit. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a it's a lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? So these are lifestyle choices, mm-hmm. and these are conscious decisions um, that are to be made. But it's so worth it. I mean, the benefits of it um, far outweigh the the challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, of accomplishing it, or the perceived safety, the perceived safety yeah. of being in, and 
And if you got married to stay the same, um, to be the same person, to not become a better person, to not allow your spouse to sharpen you, to not allow that union to you help you something. become a better person, right? To fasten you into and to become one with your spouse. How can you become one and practice oneness when you're not willing to be naked and be transparent and to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it just slapped me all in the face because I thought I was so vulnerable. I thought I was Mr. Transparent. <laughs> I thought I was Mr. Communication, Master. At least I knew I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know what you don't know. It's, know. it's almost like going to, I think, being vulnerable I would com compare it to going to the eye doctor for the first time mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and everybody in your family were has glasses and it happened to me. Everybody had glasses. Oh, you thought you could see? And I thought my I had the best eyesight. <laughs> and then he clicked one time over and I said, wow, this is what I've been missing. Mm -hmm. Right? And I think it's that. Yeah. It's the... Oh my gosh, you just opened my eyes. Mm -hmm. And I think if we allow ourselves, um, if we improve our relationship with God and we we have some intimate time with him, and it's gonna take some some work, but it's intimate alone time, one-on-one -on -one time, and be able to be honest, tell him our fears, tell him the things that scare us the most, tell us where we don't have the answers, ask him for help, mm -hmm. and leave from that and say, I've done it yeah. and then do the same thing with your spouse. I think I think you'll see a renewed type of um, life within yeah. it. Within yeah. it. Doesn't mean things are going to be perfect. Doesn't yeah. mean people are not going to have attitudes or whatever. But I just think things will be... The lifestyle just shifts. Yeah, perspective yeah. shifts. Yeah. Cool. This was good. Yeah, I like that topic I chose. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thank you all for... Uh, Thank y'all for watching. We appreciate you. Listen, share this with somebody, man. Somebody that you know, whether they're married, doesn't matter how long they've been married, whether it's five years, 10 years, 100 years, or someone who maybe just dating somebody, just share it with them. I think this may be a blessing to some other people. I know it's been a blessing to us, and hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully you took some, some good things from this. Yep. All right, man. Peace. Bye. Until next time.